You're alive. Can you hear me? They are already looking for you. Relax. Your implants are still adjusting to the software. I'm in a prison. You have to get me out of prison so I can get your software in order. Careful now. They'll be waiting for you. They know I'm talking to you. It's only a matter of time before they breach the doors to my cell. Find me before they get inside. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It is going pretty swell. How about you? Yeah. I'm doing pretty good. Just had some candy, holding it together. Trying to, like, uh, stay energized through these trying times. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I we're So we're recording this in the middle of, like, all of the election fun stuff, which will have been resolved, thankfully, I hope, by the time that this goes live. And uh, it's all... It's, it's hard not to focus on it or get stressed out of, about it throughout the day. Yeah, um, I've I've checked it a couple of times in the past two days. Yeah. I'm just like, are they done yet? No, okay. <laughs> no. I'm not following every single thing around it because there is a lot. I um, mean, I, I think that might be healthier from a certain perspective. It's just occasionally like open the door, check in and on the room. It's like, are they still alive? Are they still like in decent shape okay let's close the door we'll come back in a couple of days <laughs> let them fight it out <laughs> yeah my maybe <clears throat> maybe that's just because i had a brother and you know that's what the parents would do just be like the good still breathing okay cool they'll, they'll sort it <laughs> if i were a parent i would just get a baby monitor and just mm. keep getting new batteries but use that to monitor my kids yeah just, just like duct tape it to them <laughs> <laughs> around the chest area. <laughs> Remember, yeah. take this off when you're in the shower. <laughs> oh man, or it's not a bad idea. Uh, my new news, which I guess mm-hmm. is just news, which is why it's called news. Mm-hmm. I got a new chair because I'm sure a, I can see it. I'm a gamer. I immediately noticed it and didn't need to have it pointed out to me. <laughs> blatantly over the course of 20 seconds <laughs> i feel that like i could change my hair color and you'd be like hey dave how's it going mm-hmm. like all right cool i think i think if you showed up and you and someone else was on video but had your voice or you were on video and it was someone else's voice i might not catch it immediately <laughs> i find that concerning but I'm also more of like a detail oriented person where mm-hmm. I look for weird small nuances and like something's different about that. And other people be like, you're crazy. Calm down. <laughs> I'm like, no, didn't this used to sound different? Didn't they change their jingle? Mm-hmm. They definitely changed the recipe. This tastes different. You're you're the person who sees the uh the repeating cat in the matrix or something like that. You're like, oh whoa, deja vu. <laughs> what you <Not> say <laughs> perception that, i don't know it's like a french say. phrase people say it <laughs> yeah <laughs> what if that's where that scene went they're just like f the french <laughs> and then they just kept going up the stairs <laughs> uh, how's the chair the chair treating you uh so far so good literally just got it today uh, i went to go check mail there's just a box there which again delivery people ring my fucking doorbell once <laughs> or knock i'm home i'm always home 
Afraid um, of the show delivery people. Yeah, it it's sturdy. It's kind of similar to my other one, but it's more leathery, less whatever fabric. Mm-hmm. Because God forbid, but it's going to happen. I will fart in this chair, and I want it to be fixable, right? And not just like a, a cavernous urn of farts. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, that's that doesn't sound like the ideal we should be aiming for. When it comes to chairs, this is probably our best intro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is what the people are here for. As soon as we start talking about an actual game, they'll be like, "All right, come, I'll come back next week." We'll just have uh, intro clips uploaded separately mm-hmm. to also pad out our episode numbers. Pew 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 pew. Well, we did have that um, that super recap with a cut from like a bunch of different intros. Yeah, that was actually them. fun to fuck around with. Um, but I mean, nobody listened to it besides I. I think I listened to it like six times. Yeah, I think that was it. I mean, there's there's definitely a question. A question we get all the time is like, why do you guys continue to record episodes? Um, which honestly, I get. I would be a little less concerned about it if it wasn't the same person <laughs> asking over and over again, regardless of what we say. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I mean, it really is just. A passion project more than anything else right like we don't make money off of this hopefully someday in the future like that retroactively becomes a lie but in the present that's not true <laughs> and it's not that, truthfully i've been cutting jake out of the ad reads um, <laughs> right <laughs> i only put this in on weeks that i edit and i don't tell him the timestamps so he doesn't know yeah that would be hilarious if like a year ago i stopped listening to the the podcast and there's just been ads injected to the center and i never would have known um just secretly you've been supporting uh chef boyardee (laughs) (laughs) there's like uh i'm just imagining you're you're like on the phone negotiating with the advertiser they're just like oh yeah we'll just send the check over who should we like make it out to like soapstone or podcast or something you're just like um dave (laughs) um typically i handle the finances (laughs) Uh, but no it's fun it's a pleasure to produce content this is really more of an outro than an intro at this point, but I don't know. It's a fun hobby. Yeah, this is the one thing keeping me off of being a content creator on OnlyFans mm-hmm. versus a content ingester. Right. <laughs> and, and In fact, if uh, the podcast didn't cost money, we would be on OnlyFans more consuming content because we would have more disposable money to spend for it. So. There you go. Throw up the hands. Again, uh, the Patreon will be live one day. (laughs) It'll be a running joke. Uh, Also, if you're listening to this episode, I promise by the time that you're listening to it, I will have posted the video by now. Um, I make Jake do things on occasion, and he loves it. Anyway, Uh we should start talking about the episode. (laughs) Yeah, you were talking talking about a running joke uh, a moment ago. And running is the theme of the episode. from spectral entities or as a spectral entity in ghost running that was a pretty good transition um so this has been i feel like we saw an e3 trailer or something Hmm. Mm -hmm. sounds right and it just looked like it was going to be a shorter game but it looked like we're just going to be hella enjoyable Mm -hmm. Uh, and i don't think i was disappointed in any way i felt like it exactly met expectations and probably exceeded some because i didn't really know what to expect Outside mm-hmm. of it being enjoyable and kind of ninja runny. Yeah. 
So this is like a uh, made by a Polish developer called One More Level, and um, it, honestly, one of the reasons I bought it when I bought it was because it does have a lot of cyberpunk vibes. Um, it's very much a cyberpunk world type game, and I just need anything at this point. Um, just grasping at straws. Um, but it's yeah, just fast pace. How would how would you compare this to to other games? Because we've covered a lot of games, I think that have aspects of this. But what would you say is its its match or or pair? Like if someone had played this X game, Ghost Runners, an extension of that, or related okay. heavily. Um, well, high level, I would definitely call it Genji Simulator, and I think anybody oh. would agree. Uh, but for That's some fair. games that it's kind of comparable to, an ultimate, an ult like Genji using. Oh yeah, in his ultimate yeah. form. Yeah, yeah, yeah true, yeah. true. Um, it's definitely similar to Mirror's Edge in a lot of regards because you are kind of just running around a level, running off walls, that's really uh, true. grappling to things, sliding. Uh, so that's used for a lot of your momentum aspects. And then as far as the... If you get hit by anything, you die. Mm-hmm. It's very close to Hotline Miami. Yeah. You mm-hmm. fuck up, you restart, you're like, all right, I have to go through these obstacles and kill these things in this order. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a the choreographed kill type space where you just plan your route and uh, things are deterministic. Like there's not RNG. Um, I mean, there's some variability as far as like enemies and where their aggro ranges and some other stuff that can happen. I think it's mostly, I think it, it depends on how you approach, but I think like enemies always turn around at the same radius and, take a certain amount of time to fire at you oh yeah it's not like one time it's like a guy's on advil pm another time he's just like right. he's like there he is yeah for you around yeah. the corner um but, but it's really interesting for like how i played an approach i'm very like this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go in mm-hmm. this order i'm gonna keep going bash my head against the wall until i get it right and yeah. then i'd watch you do stuff and i'm expecting you to like follow my path because i yeah. played the mm-hmm. game like a week before you and then i watched you play a lot of it um and you did lots of things where like you were very patient you used like the the air dodge time to stall you were mm-hmm. collecting bullets and i'm just like we're not even trying that shit <laughs> we run we stab yeah i actually thought reflecting was just based into the game like you just had it from the point that you unlocked i think you can like, kind absorption. of like blunt but just it's a skill. stop yeah. it if yeah. you time it perfectly but it doesn't reflect it threw me off a lot earlier because I like removed all my skills and like redistributed some things. And mm-hmm. I was like, why is the reflect just not working? The projectile just vanishes. And it took me a while. I was like, is this the game bugged? Google. Um, I like the comparison to Mirror's Edge. It has a lot of the uh, like wall running. It's a little bit faster, I think, than Mirror's Edge was. Um, but Mirror's Edge would like to keep you at uh, like head level for whatever Faith was doing which could lead to some weird feeling effects. And I don't get that as much with cyberpunk. What do you mean uh, by head level? Like, so if her head was going underneath a bar, the camera would be down like on the ground. Oh yeah. yeah a yeah. lot more. It was disorienting to me a little bit. It was um, very point of view. Mm-hmm. And this is like, I was thinking of it as you're saying mirror's edge. I was like, yeah, they should have just titled this murderous edge or, or murderer's edge or something like that. And it would have been hilarious, like fun pun, pun name. And then they get sued, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, no, I, I got 
drawn into this a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah, I, it was one of those things that I'm like, hey, I'm going to pick it up. Um, if you're interested, like you can watch me play it or like watch a trailer. I think you'd like it. But mm-hmm. I knew you'd fucking get it and play it because it was just one of the things that we always talk about together is if you have a game where it's like, hey, you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are doing challenges and it's kind of quicker. It's nice to have that instant restart time. Yeah. So you're not like wallowing in the penalty of you fucking up. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. I fucked up. Let me try it again. Let me yeah. try it again. And then when yeah. you get it, it feels like you're a god. First try. Yeah, there's definitely a scale for how obnoxious the um, uh, replaying content due to dying is. There's like old games where it's just like, oh, you got your game over screen, restart the console, load up your save or whatever, like keep playing or don't have a save. Excuse me. Um, You can... There's all the games since then. Eventually, we got to like Dark Souls, which is like ob- make it obnoxious by having you died showed up, even though they know they died. They don't need to like be made aware of the fact they died. Um, but then kick them right back into it. Put them at the bonfire. Don't make them load from a menu. Um, so that alleviates a little bit of it for me. Um, and then there's games like Super Meat Boy or literally this one where uh, when you hit that reset button, um, you're just like straight back to the beginning i think there's like two or three frames of it, it's almost like a you know how like in emulators they have the save state mm-hmm. and then you can load the state it's like that when you hit the reset button you're just like well here we go it's like pressing right f7 or is it f8 trying to remember the old pc default quick save quick load yeah yeah but no loading bar it just kicks you right back into it because it's it's like based on unreal so they do that whole like it's watching the textures load in in real time sometimes. Uh, they're like, oh, they're low quality. Now they're higher quality. All right, we're good. <laughs> right. Oh, that's such a weird feel. Yeah, they don't really do any of that. It's just you're in it. Yeah. yeah they immediately put you back in there. And it feels really good because, um, like, I'm not the most patient person normally, but I really enjoy Hotline Miami, obviously, and games like this because they don't give me a chance to quit. It's not just like, oh, do you want to just stop playing the game you're just one button press and like two frames from another shot so it takes more effort to hit alt f4 double the effort (laughs) to hit alt f4 than to just hit r and keep playing (laughs) that's true and i felt like every time that i did fuck up it was on me Mm -hmm. there were definitely some points in the game i'm like fuck you game but then i realized there was kind of a rhythm to it and it Mm -hmm. very much rewards hey, you have the path, you have the rhythm down. Each different enemy type has like a consistent pattern. You mm-hmm. have the yep. one guy who has a single pistol and he will shoot every second or so. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, wait for him to fire, kind of pause midair, shift left, resume time or yeah, at like normal speed and just cut him down and then go on to the next thing, run up the wall. Um, yeah. And there's an obvious tell, tell for him, like his laser his pistol barrel starts to glow right before the shot comes out. Mm -hmm. So it's like the game's pretty good at giving you those cues to know when you're about to get eviscerated. by anything. The only time you really die and you don't know what happened is because there was an enemy around the corner that you didn't Mm -hmm. know about the very first time and you got shot, but now you know. Uh, So that time you're just not going to blindly dive down this hallway. You're going to run up the wall and jump 
planning to intercept that person. Yeah. There's um I I feel like the first time you go through the game is the most times you're going to feel like you get cheap shot, which is fair and this seems like a weak kind of argument, but it doesn't feel bad to play the game that way since you can learn from you can learn from what killed you like really rapidly. Yeah, um, it's but once you know what you're doing, it feels really good cuz you've got like your plan laid out and you're like, "All right, I'm going to kill all these guys and I'll end up at the door to the next area." Um, here's where the power up is something like that. And that feels cool to execute. Yeah. It's kind of like if you encounter a new block type in a platformer where as soon as you land on it, it starts to fall or Mm -hmm. it disappears. You're like, that's kind of dumb. But now you have that dictionary entry in your brain saying, okay, this will fall. I need to react quickly when this comes up. Yep. Or it's like just meeting a new person for the first time. They just kick you in the kneecaps it's like, hey, we're having a party. Jimmy's going to be there. You're like, <laughs> I'll wear shin guards. Or right. <laughs> it's just like you go back in and you immediately have that knowledge. Yeah. And I think um, sometimes games like this might fall. Um, even going to like Hotline Miami, um, there's not like a large variety of enemy types there. Hotline Miami had like enemies with melee weapons, enemies with guns large thug type enemies that could take multiple hits dogs and bosses that's it done full thing and you can fight most of them the exact same way um guns from afar <laughs> right right It'll, guns from afar or throwing throw your bat at them and run up execute them on the ground all the fun stuff um but uh the enemies really kind of force you to mix up your approaches um which i i really appreciate like um there were some enemies here who gave me like a lot of trouble when I first encountered them because I just wasn't completely sure how to deal. And I think the only the game only gives you like a full tutorial on a new enemy you're seeing one time, like an actual let's pause the game and teach you how to <laughs> deflect moment. Um, well, that was kind of in the puzzle sections. It's not like Borderlands was like, hey, this enemy. Well, specifically the katana wielding enemy. They do literally pause the game to make you get the first reflect so you know how to beat them. Um, I think it's the only one though, right? Yeah, it's literally the only time they do that in the game. When they showed the fucking melee enemies for the first time, which like Mm -hmm. they just have like a big uh, Doomfist type appendage, Mm -hmm. um, the announcer or the whisper inside your head says, this seems like a new enemy type. So in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, it's different. I don't know how. Yeah. And I think your character asks, like, how? And the guy says, let's find out and see. And then the guy jumps at you from across the screen and punches you. You're like, okay, now I know. (laughs) Yeah, now I know. And then I prefer that much more. Yeah. It's like it slaps you once. Mm -hmm. Fool me me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Fool Mm -hmm. me 37 times. This level's fucking bullshit. And I'm full Um, of shame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I like those because you can't actually for the most part, if they're in their jumping animation, they're Mm -hmm. like attacking the entire way. So you cannot attack them from the front. So you kind of have to sidestep where they're going and then go back and kill them because they have a bit of a refractory period and Mm -hmm. shield enemies are kind of the same way where you literally can't attack them from the front. You have to reposition around. Yeah. There's like a couple different types of shields. They're all meant to like it's it is the, the combat is a puzzle game in its own way. Like a lot of times 
um, as soon as they unlock like the shield generator orbs, mm-hmm. you've got to go for the orb first before the people are even like vulnerable. Um, there are exceptions to that. Some of the special abilities you get in the game can shatter the shields and just kill them instantly. And it feels awesome. And I didn't know it until like I had already beaten the game because <laughs> yeah. I saw an achievement that's like, hey, kill this many enemies through shields. And I'm like, huh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can do that. <laughs> so, yeah, that but, was something that uh, I really did enjoy about the game, too. So mm-hmm. I'm running around with a fucking katana hacking and yeah. slashing. You but don't have ga- a gun or anything. It's just just the sword. Yep. I was just I'm just clarifying. This isn't like a kit. You have multiple options to go through this. No, you're the melee guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're entirely a full Genji. Um, but you do get abilities unlocked as you play through the game. Um, and they're all very situational, but you have mm. like a meter that kind of builds over time from killing enemies, or if you're dying a lot too, they'll they'll kind of give you some pity points towards it. Yeah, it's a weird mechanic. It's it was kind of nice. For certain things where I felt like I was literally slamming a head against the wall. They're like, hey, you also have this in your toolkit for an attempt. Go nuts. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the first one you get is Blink, where if you're slowing time, you can kind of like line up enemies and dash through them and kill them all. Yeah. But also while you're dashing, you can go through projectiles. Mm Because again, if you get hit by one thing, you're dead. Yeah. So it's a really nice option. Uh, But you have to have the meter for it. Mm -hmm. And all of the... All of the abilities, I don't know if we have to go into all of them, but all of the abilities take like a full meter charge. And it was something I wasn't, I feel like if there were to be something I'd change about the game, perhaps it would be the way the abilities interact with the meter. Because like a lot of them are kind of similar in how they are used. Like kill a bunch of enemies if they're lined up, kill a bunch mm-hmm. of enemies if they're horizontal. You know, there's there's more unique ones later, but for the most part, like even on the first playthrough, I found myself not using them just because I personally had a goal to like, okay, reflect this projectile, reflect that projectile, wall run, jump up, counter wall run, then kill this guy on a ledge or something. And so like the skills felt like cheating when you were trying to accomplish one of those choreographed paths. Right. Um, I felt like, yeah, I probably shied away from them as well. There was one section in the events level mm -hmm. when you first go into that big room and you kind of grappling hook off something and you're like falling down on top of one enemy and it's like this is the guy who you're meant to just stab in the back mm-hmm. i would pause time dash to the guy above him with my charge just yeah. so i could change my route and then i'd come down slide through the wall run kill that guy go around the corner get the guy at the corner jump and dash to the right to get the guy who had the machine gun kill mm-hmm. him grapple up this must be so exciting for somebody just listening, uh, right. and not, would... not having played the game. <laughs> and then I killed the last guy. Um, yeah, but that's that's how the game goes, though. Like you feel you you plan the mental route you want to take, and then execute. And if you screw up the execution, you're like, I can do it. And that's why you don't quit because makes you want to yeah. actually run, run it and accomplish it. But literally every time I entered a new room, I'd see where an enemy was, and I'd be able to get the first one. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of learn where the others are and you're like, okay, what are my options here? And it's yeah. not like I ever walked into a room for the first time like, oh, got this shit and then mm-hmm. just cleaned it. There's usually some learning involved, I felt. Yeah. And I, th- I think it makes the game more rewarding because there's not really that many trivial areas unless you're like just really good at this type of game. And I'm not. Uh, 
like you're going to spend time learning when you when you get to areas yeah but even um, so like i felt you saw some of my level times because it shares um people's times on your friends list yeah mm-hmm. i had like 47 minutes on one level and it was awfully embarrassing but it was just i, I, I only played game. through it once <laughs> i might have afk'd <laughs> i'll make whatever excuses i can uh-huh um but then i would go back and replay certain levels mm-hmm. and have whatever skills you've unlocked you can just go back and do it, but you also have the knowledge and the practice from other levels. You yep. know how to platform better. You know how to kind of keep momentum and then just you kind of you're stomping on people. So mm-hmm. it feels really good to go back with everything that you've learned. Yeah. Like the game resets off failures really quickly. So you oftentimes, unless you're like at the end of your choreograph sequence for an enemy room and you die, you might not lose that much time for just dying. Um so there were some levels I had like 40 deaths or something and I like or significantly more and, you know, still making competitive times for people playing through the game for the first time. But then like I went back through and I tried to like beat all. Yeah, my times and also my friends times and <laughs> fuck you. I, I need to go back and beat one of your times. And I'd be like, hey, what's up? I know. Uh, and uh, I was like, geez, I feel like it's a power trip compared to the first time through. It's like fighting a Dark Souls boss once you know what the moveset is. You're like, oh, yeah, I have the key to this problem right here. And I'm going to just use this and solve the problem. Um, To make another analogy, it's like when you're in middle school and you kind of get in like a tussle with like another uh, fifth grader. And you're like, man, I really don't know how to fight. And then you go back uh, 13 years later and you can kick any fifth graders ass. It feels Mm. good. Yeah. It is. It just feels like you're beating up kids. That's basically what the game turns into. <laughs> Highest recommend. <laughs> five out of five. <laughs> what is your um, favorite movement option? Or let me rephrase. So there are certain things throughout the levels, like mm-hmm. sections where you can slide down something to gain some speed. You can grapple onto stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can jump from wall to wall. And like some other ones. Like Was there something that you really stood out to you for like, I really appreciate this oh, freedom yeah. of movement. Um, I want to steal two, okay. actually. Uh, probably two ties. So the the tether grabbing, the like grappling hook like effect Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man. is amazing. Because it's not limited use. Like if you pull yourself up to, it usually like pulls you forward and up. But if you like miss your platform or whatever, you can turn around and just grapple it again. They're not like directional. It'll always pull you towards it, mm-hmm. whatever way you're facing. Um so you can use it for some like really you, you can use it for some sequence breaking stuff like that where um, the game's like, hey, here's the path you're supposed to take through the level. And you're like, see ya. And then just like do a couple wall runs up the side, do a grapple and you're done. That's literally one of the levels where there's a like um, semi complicated pattern you're supposed to like run through when you're going back through the um, the, the vents area. Yeah. The same room that just, I was talking about for two minutes. That's the same one Jake's referring to now. Yes, exactly. And on the way back through, you can just be like, huh, that grapple is just out of reach. Do a yep. couple wall runs and you're done. Um, and that's freaking awesome. The other thing I wanted to mention was the wall run itself um, compared to the way it's implemented in pretty much any game. And like Mirror's Edge in Prince of Persia in Insert Game with Wall Running here, um, Titanfall. Um, you pretty much always lose height because it kind of just makes sense based off how gravity is a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. And it's not a thing in Ghost Runner. 
you go horizontal the whole way through, like until you hit an edge on the wall so it's no longer continuous. Doesn't matter. You'll just keep going. Yeah. And it feels great. It took me a little bit of getting used to just for my timings for wall running. But once you get it down, it feels really good to wall run on something and then to jump to another section, another piece of wall. Mm-hmm. I feel like earlier on there was a certain section where it's like, hey, you got to go up. I'm like, how do I go up? There aren't really, you know, things to land on. And it's like, yeah. we're not going to be touching the ground. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's you're going between these wall running sections and a little bit of Spider Manning. And it's just, it really per- lends itself well to having more verticality in a level. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. A lot of those other types of quick games, granted, Hotline Miami was literally a top down 2D game, but yeah. having verticality as an option always makes you look up and around instead of just forward and a little bit left and right. Yeah. I haven't looked at like speed running for this, but the fact that I was able to see a couple like shortcuts to break the intended flow makes me think that speedrunners are going to absolutely destroy it because <laughs> you could you you could just jump and turn around back and forth um so if you're running in a direction you can jump off the wall use sensory boosted time whatever hold shift then come back and start running back the opposite direction with a little bit of a height boost mm-hmm. and those two facts together mean you can just climb vertically like as long as you can run on the wall you can just climb vertically <laughs> yeah and it's crazy. <laughs> um, so I think the fastest I've seen right now, just as far as like YouTube postings, I think it was around like an hour probably. Oh, dang. So I don't know if you can actually fully sequence break at this point. Mm-hmm. If you're going through an area and you have enemies, the enemies right. are called keys and they serve the key master. Yeah. Insert goes to a joke here. But basically you have to kill each of them for the door to open to the next area. Yeah. It's the doom, the doom problem Otherwise, or the classical just, shooter. Problem. You could fly by everybody with your ninja powers. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's definitely been a couple of runs where like I, they actually put the invulnerability orbs, the shield generators behind all of the enemies. So you're just like, all right, I'm not dealing with you. I'm not dealing with you. Get the energy, ge- the shield generators. Okay, now we can play. <laughs> um, but it's, I don't know, it's necessary for pacing and still works fine. Well, yeah. Um, do you have a, do you have a favorite move? Like we haven't really talked about like the sensory boost like effect. We mentioned like dodging projectiles, but not really how it works. Yeah. Uh, so I will, I will first explain it. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> then pick my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so you have the sensory boost, which is a dash. If you do it in midair, you have like this little meter that kind of goes down, but allows you to kind of slow down time, reposition a little bit. So I can be jumping at this single pistol enemy, see his shot fire and kind of dodge out of the way and yeah. then resume and kill him. And those, I think that resets every time you land. Yeah. Anytime you touch a surface. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I can go and do it again. Or like Jake was saying, kind of reposition to go back up a platform that I fell off of or just try and ascend, whatever. It has a lot of utility. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that a lot, because without it, I don't think I would have killed as many enemies. Um, there's still something I really liked about the rail sections. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't... 
the most rewarding to do. It just felt cool to just kind of like get on essentially a, a zip line, yeah, and just ride it the whole way. You jump off and then you kill an enemy, and you're like, later, fucko, get back on the zip line. Uh huh. Um, it's it's been cool, right? Like other games have done it. I, it was in Ratchet and Clank. I'm pretty sure it was in Sonic. It was in very notably Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Like it's just cool to go really fast on rails. <laughs> yeah, that was just fun. Um, there's also some jump pads at a point. Mm-hmm. So you get one free mega jump on top of everything else you have access to. Yeah. I just like being able to jump really high and then kind of come down from the heavens and then get shot and restart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the, I, I really love the super jump uh, type of power up. Um, but yeah, it is specifically a power up. So like it will spawn at a certain point in a level. Mm hmm. There's also one for literally slowing down time. Yeah, which is and ridiculous. Then one for shuriken. <laughs> yeah, which is also pretty good. The power-ups in general are pretty good. Um, yeah, they, they did you find yourself like explicitly going out of your way to use the power-ups a little bit? I actually used a skill to like increase the time of them when I was going through the first time. Uh, not out of my way. Usually mm. they were kind of placed before a given section where it would be needed or mm. strongly encouraged. Like if you need a slow time to go through a fan blade, makes yeah. sense. Um, sometimes if I had the slow time, I try and go back and try and find secrets because there's a couple of hidden things throughout the game. Yeah. I don't think I went back to usually abuse it as much because they don't ever force you to use it unless you're in like the skyscraper area. And you have mm. to jump up to the next spot. It kind of reminds me of uh, in, in Doom 2016 when you like get berserk for the first time, and like the power the power up's not necessary at all. Uh, there's several sections like that where it's like, do you know where the power up is? Because if you do, this section's going to go a lot faster. <laughs> but I was always the type of person who found the power up after I killed all the enemies. I'm like, uh, oh. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's not going to be useful. <laughs> I'll slow time. I literally did this, actually, because I'm trying to move real fast, right? Get through the game, mm-hmm. get my good clear times. And I was like, I killed all the enemies in the area and I climbed up on a platform. I was like, oh, slow time. Run up and grabbed it and then ran down to the green open door um, that now I have to wait for it to slow, like unlocked door. It slowly open in slowed <laughs> time as I'm like, I am the stupidest person. And got nothing for the power up other than literally being slowed down. It's just fun for options. Um, yeah. The shuriken thing was interesting too. Because mm-hmm. usually when they give it to you, it's less so to kill enemies and more so th- this is the only ranged option you really get. Yeah. Air quotes. Um, but you have to hit specific tiles mm-hmm. that will kind of like short circuit a door. So you yeah. might have to hit mm-hmm. multiple of them in a row starting with the longer circuits first so they all short at the same time you can go through the door otherwise you have to try again yeah it as you were mentioning the shurikens and talking about them i realized that there's actually a lot of correlations to genji (laughs) ultimate and not oh it is completely genji yeah huh interesting also every level i would whisper well shinderu um (laughs) As Genji does, obviously, right? Um, yeah, some of those puzzles made me think, like, 
I, I kind of am hoping for like a B-sides like DLC where they just have some challenge fights. They're just like, here you go. Here's a room full of enemies. I hope that you're literally Neo from the Matrix because it's the only way you're getting out of here. Um, or or other like platforming sequences. Um, I would like that a lot because something like else I've played similar to it is Cluster Truck, mm-hmm. which is very much, hey, it's literally just platforming, uh, but there's some random bullshit going to happen with trucks and you can kind of choose your approach and what abilities you want to have access to. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just kind of fucking around in that space. And then when they actually had DLC, I'm like, oh, more more things for me to play around in. And they'll yeah. kind of like add some extra spice to it. So like, I'm already like, going to go back like to try and beat some of your times solely to rub it in your face. <laughs> but it would also be nice to have additional content for me to go back to in like six months to a year. Be like, oh yeah, I enjoyed this. I'd definitely check out more of it. Yeah, I really like the the arena like fights where it's just you in a vertical arena with some space you can wall wall run on and kill all the enemies. Like it's a good thing that's the core of the game because it's the strongest part. I think. Um, yeah, it just it feels rewarding to just kill things, but also mm-hmm. to do it quickly. Like yeah. you wall run over here to then dash, to then grapple, to then kill, to then reposition. Mm -hmm. It just feels cool to have like a fluid run through, which obviously if you've had a successful one, it's pretty likely that it was fluid. You might have like a very weird, awkward, janky thing where you kill each person one by one and you just kind of like hide around boxes and stuff. (laughs) Um, But typically uh, it's going to be like one fairly fluid thing. And that's like the, the good one. You're like, fuck yeah, I did it. It'll be the last enemy and I'm standing there trying to get the reflect off for like 17 minutes because I'm I've, just like, no, I have this watched guy you do it. <laughs> this guy dies to reflect. Um, how did you how did you uh, feel about the skill system? Because I heard uh, uh, Lando actually said that it's similar to Kingdom Hearts, but I couldn't beat Kingdom Hearts three. Like I played it a bit and then I was just like, I'm good. Um, I haven't played any of that series, so I can't comment there. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it here? Well, I haven't really played this game, so... <laughs> okay, that's fair, yeah. <laughs> so the layout is kind of like these Tetris-like pieces, and you have space where you can put it into. As you progress mm-hmm. through the game, you unlock more spots. So you can kind of rearrange these pieces to try and maximize whatever your build is. Yeah. Uh, and you always have more pieces than you can like really fit into the space yeah. you have, I think. Also, certain abilities kind of go together for how it's configured um but it's not i don't think it's physically possible to fill up all the space even if you've unlocked as much space as possible there's an achievement for it actually really yeah even for well depends on what you mean by all the space because there are like block spaces that you can't fill no matter what but for everything you can unlock it's like i think four or five spaces that you will never be able to play something in um because they're just literally blocked you can't put anything there uh-huh. but you can fill all of the available space and get an achievement for it interesting okay so it is um, possible i take that back yeah. um it, it was fun to kind of play around like oh well i definitely want this as an option i definitely mm. want more sensory time and to detect where enemies are oh yeah but later Ooh. on in the game i'm just like give me all the dashes <laughs> you can call me ladasha because we were going in 
<laughs> I don't get the joke, but I'm sure it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's a really interesting system where the um, I use that a lot. Uh, interesting, more blank, system. yeah, interesting. I guess it's interesting. It's yeah. interesting. I think it's interesting. Um, the more blank spaces you have, like the faster your passive energy region is. So if you just pick up like one thing. And you're just like, this is all I care about. I only want to see collectibles. So what is passive energy region in this case for the listeners? Yeah. for So the skills we were describing earlier, like the dash, um, the energy region you have is just happening over time. You're filling a bar until you can use the ability. Um, and then when you use the ability, it takes the entire bar. Getting kills increases it. Dying increases it, as we mentioned. Oh, so, so you're talking about the special. Yes, the gotcha, special gotcha. bar. That's, the, that's your energy region. Um, and you also eventually can get a Tetris piece you can slot in there. That's actually in a cross shape, which is, I don't know if people play Tetris, but there's a reason that a cross shape is not a legal piece to place. Um, but, uh, it increases your energy region as well, passively. So you can kind of have a passive build. What was that? You said you didn't really use the special too much in your playthrough. So were you going special as much? Or did you try and just kind of gain one specific special? Because I feel like each yeah. ability has three or four options you can slot. Yeah, I definitely, I under, I only pretty much would put points into one special at a time. But I had like general enhancement skills in, so like the energy region, collectibles show up on radar, pretty essential. I obviously. went back through the game to do that because I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, I missed some stuff. Yeah. Um. Also, reflect uh, mandatory big L piece. It was uh, it was an L for me. I didn't slot it. <laughs> <laughs> Just real quick on the collectibles, uh, you mm-hmm. do have some lore things, which are like very small trinkets and just kind of flesh out the game world a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not too drastic or important from as much exposition you get from just playing the game. But the the key thing I like is you can get different sword skins. Yes, hell yeah. Some of them are kind of samey. Some of mm-hmm. them are awesome. Yeah. There was something called the RG blade. Yeah. RG RG blade is what, is what I'm calling it. I don't think it's the official name, but it's literally just like classic desktop RGB, like the top of the Ram stick or, you know, keyboard or whatever. Yeah. Um, it had very rainbow slashes. I use it every time I'm like, like broadcasting the game do you remember rainbow unicorn dash yeah 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 it's like that (laughs) right but as a sword (laughs) no that's entirely fair um i liked it i mean it has it confers no functional benefit to like change the way it's it's totally aesthetic but so much of the game gets points because of the aesthetics like it's it's very cyberpunk futuristic like pumping um uh like dark synth type music it's just great yeah i think in the credits it was actually not i don't think it was trevor something but Mm -hmm. it might have been like alex or somebody else in that dark synth space there's like people who i have heard on spotify helped with the music of this game and i was like oh that's fucking awesome and then the level design things are actually fleshed out and it has detail you're not ever just in a box room like when you're in the factory it feels like a factory and it's cool you're vibing in that or when you're going outside on the city and you're going up these skyscrapers and while running off of fucking billboards 
Yeah. Like, all of it is just really mm, very choice. Yeah. It's was got there like, an area that really spoke to you? Was there an area? Um, or yeah. like a level you're like, this was fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was there. So there's a point where you emerge kind of into the non-industrial quarters because the industrial quarters feel kind of like sort of like a paintball arena to me. Yeah, it's more confined. Yeah, exactly. Um, just a lot of fans and stuff. as opposed to the the completely outdoors and open three square miles of paintball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and they just drop you in the <laughs> desert and say, have fun. Um, but uh uh, as soon as you you kind of arrive up to the these rooftops, there's a bunch of billboards, flashing neon signs. There's like uh, food vendor areas. Um, there's like actual like hovels and places people live, and it feels like it actually exists, like as a space. Like it's more alive compared to all that industrial area. Um, and I kind of didn't expect it because I thought that the game just didn't have like they didn't have the assets for all of this. <laughs> And that was that was really nice for me. I think you were watching me play at the time, and I just like stopped and like read some of the signs. Yeah, that was kind of a like, dead air for me, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just like, this like is Jake, not why fucking I'm go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they really do have good detail. I think there was a billboard of like a Shiba Inu drinking a Coke, and like that's cute. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh man, yeah, I looked up the OST. Some of the artists were like laser punk. Daniel Deluxe. Daniel Deluxe is who I was thinking of. I mean, obviously, yeah. is it Laser Punk or is it Laser Hawk? Uh, this one's actually Laser Punk. Oh, yeah. fuck. I, Laser I Hawk mean, Laser... was like my first entry into synth music. Mm-hmm. They do have Perturbator, Magic Sword. All right, Perturbator, you're in fucking everything. You're not, you're not getting <laughs> credit here. We already know you exist. Uh, there's some Power Glove in there, too, of course. All right, Power Glove still gets respect, even though they're yeah. pretty common as well. It's a really good OST, uh, the demo OST. I think we might have even talked about it previously. I don't know if it was on record or not, but I don't think so. Um, I was like, some of these songs are like pretty sweet. I'm listening to it before the game came out. Game came out. It has more songs that are like even the whole thing's listenable. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. it's it never takes away from the action. It just kind of mm-hmm. pumps you up while it's happening. Yeah, they're like, get them or fuck you or uh-huh. i thought you'd be taller and you're just like <laughs> going through vibe with the music and murdering and it's great uh, no it 100 percent adds to the 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 feeling of pace and like quick restarts and try again like if you're listening to some of this music and just like pumping in your ears and like pumping in your chest and you're like all right let's do this you can't stop you're not gonna quit the game if you lose like no I don't know. We're, we're going back in there. I literally text my Grubhub driver, not now. I'm busy. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just like, fine, but I'm eating your food. <laughs> <laughs> he's just out there sipping on my soup. <laughs> right. Fuck this yeah. guy. I'm just imagining, like, he's just sitting there, like, smoking on your porch or whatever. You, like, open the door, sit down next to him. He's just like, you beat the level? You're just like, yeah. <laughs> just nice. And then we clink beers. <laughs> right. Apparently I know him really well. <laughs> right. Well, he said your Grubhub driver, so obviously my personal relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cashiers. Um, you, you remember the pin for you remember the pin for the keypad, right? <laughs> just let yourself in. <laughs> he just sits down like behind you and put some food on the desk to watch you play. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Grab whatever you want from the fridge. Uh. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, I'll have to be rich. Um, yeah. I guess we've talked about a lot of the positive things uh, in the game. And I do love the game. Spoilers overall. Oh, I love can it. Can I ask you one question before sure. you remotely even try and shit on this? Um, yes. What did you think about the different enemies? Were there any that really stood out to you as, I fucking hate this guy? Or did you like them all as far as how you have to approach and change the pace? I think I think I like I like most of them. There's a couple that fell. <laughs> so there's one enemy in particular. Towards the, the end? The, the, laser, the laser visor, yeah. Oh, which, the century. Massive, yeah, the massive expansion. Oh, you're talking um, about like the the walking robot? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The Metal Gear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one, like, I could deal with it. Um, its mechanic is it fires a big laser at you that tries to track where you are. So you can throw it off by, like, ducking or dropping in altitude quickly or something like that. But the reason I disliked it a little bit was because the projectile was just so absolutely massive. I'd get sidelined by it. Yep. It's fucking huge. Like, even if I knew the enemy was there, there was a decent chance I could die to it at any given time. Um, Whereas the rest of the enemies just felt like I need to adjust in this way and I'll be able to deal with it. That's where I was like using the abilities. So I just didn't have to bother. I really like the uh, the samurai guys mm-hmm. because unless you use a special ability, you can only kill them through the parry. So you yeah. had to wait for their attack, attack them, and then attack them again. So yeah. they, they kind of scatter them out. Or it's like, hey, here's a guy. The other guy's gonna be shooting you, but uh, parry this mm-hmm. guy. So you yeah. either have to like go deal with the projectiles first, or kind of like block line of sight yeah fuck up that guy and then go off and do other shit um or reflect it get shot from the projectile guy into the samurai for a clean honorable kill (laughs) or you could jump on some of like the floating robots stab Uh your sword in it ride it into them (laughs) yeah The, the thing i liked about the samurai guys is they're all like four honor players or something and they'll only attack you one at a time other enemies yes. will continue to try to shoot you, but the samurai has only come one at a time. Which is their weakness, honestly. That's <laughs> the reason they're one of the least effective Hesitation is defeat, Sekiro. <laughs> yeah. As you just kind of like super jump up, like get visibility on their platform and wipe them all out with one move. You're just like, I have no qualms. I'm all out of qualm. They're all like back their arms crossed like, Tanaka will kick his face in. <laughs> yeah, you just like wipe out the spectator <laughs> stands first and then go to the arena. <laughs> I could only look on and watch as I waited for my turn. <laughs> oh, man. All right, what are your issues? Yeah, so I think we, we talked about this um, beforehand, so I know we share this, but there's the cyber void, which is like, you gain a new ability. Here's where you use it. And they also introduce some puzzles there. Um, and if it was just the abilities, I don't think it would bother me that much. Fine. You got to learn how to use stuff. And if I, they didn't teach me to use the abilities there, I might never have used them like at all in the playthrough. Right. That's fair. Um, but the puzzles, I don't know. How did you feel about the puzzles? Fucking suck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like they were interesting in ideas and aesthetically the cyber void looked really, really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. but uh, the puzzles really changed up the pacing of the game where I'm like, I'm nonstop murdering. 
Oh, mm-hmm. I have to rotate some things here. Oh, that yeah. lined up. Okay. Or I don't know what I have to do for this puzzle. I want to go kill things, but I'm literally gated by this. Yes. Yeah. So we're and just- basically we didn't describe it all. It's Tron. It's Tron world. That's basically what it looks like. <laughs> yes. Um, one Slightly suggestion up-res, I had maybe. for it was if those sections were optional, because mm-hmm. like we said, we didn't really utilize the special abilities as much. Mm-hmm. But if you had like a, hey, if you want to do this challenge or puzzle or whatever, and you can unlock this thing, cool. If you just want to yeah. be caveman going around bashing stuff with your katana, you can do I that am. too. <laughs> so people who just wanted to continue with the core gameplay loop could. And people yeah. who wanted extra options or to just explore more could do that as well. But yeah. having it gated is like, and stop. Uh, we're gonna need you to fill out this survey quick. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, it serves some functions. I understand why they had it in there. They probably did some testing with just the combat, and they're like, okay, we need to like split up. We need to break up the pacing a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think the unlocking of the abilities and using the tutorials for them would have been fine. Like that would have been a good baseline. The puzzles they inject in there slow it down way too much, and they feel like it's completely superfluous. Like. It has nothing to do with the standard gameplay. Yeah. It's just to get you out of combat for a time. They would actually, for a lot of those puzzles, remove your ability to do other stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you can't dash. You cannot wall run. It is mm-hmm. move and jump. So yeah. it just, it really just changed everything. Yeah. And a couple of them, like, they were cool ideas, but they belonged in, like, antechamber, I think, more than this type of a. Yeah. game without going into specifics it's just they if you play through the game i feel like most people would agree with us um because if you're here for the core gameplay like it's it's good to focus on that actually like right um <laughs> doom um, <laughs> i will say I, I, I did like the sorry. last level of cyber void where it's mm-hmm. just kind of like a platform rush and yeah. the cyber void mm-hmm. is literally just moving as a wall so you had to keep moving yeah. forward um, well, it's because they actually use gameplay for the last one. Yeah, yeah. it was it was full <laughs> like platforming where it's like you got to keep doing these wall dashes. And a lot of times mm. because of the momentum, I had to, after every jump, slow time to reposition to go into a wall again so I could mm-hmm. jump off correctly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree 100 percent. That last one, it was kind of obnoxious the first time I played through it because it was late at night. But um I came back to it once I kind of knew it was coming. I was like, all right, I can probably improve on my time a little bit. And I freaking destroyed it. I was like, I was just bad last night. And now I know I'm like, I'm enlightened or whatever. And um, I, it, I don't know. A Christian song. I was bad, but now I'm <laughs> but, good. But now, <laughs> yeah, but now I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, otherwise I, I, I would kind of remove the puzzles. They also, if you're going back and you're replaying levels, um some of those puzzles that take a while to complete oh my god yeah you, it's just running around or hitting buttons and none of it needs to be there i actually mentally didn't want to play levels i knew had like a puzzle at the end because i'm like ah, i don't care you don't want that <laughs> if you're if you're putting speed press running. escape to skip puzzle <laughs> yeah exactly because um, it's factored into your time for the level so uh... Yeah, I don't have to remember a sequence of things of turning knobs to be like, I did it. I sped run the puzzle. Yeah. I like how I said sped run instead of speed ran. 
Yeah, I mean, either way. <laughs> I, I got what you meant. Okay. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess I, I don't want to get into specifics because we're still at the nice minor spoiler level. We just talked about some enemies, nothing big. Um, but how were your emotional impressions due uh, to the effects of the bosses on your psyche? Um, so initially, I thought they were all dumb and pains in the ass. Mm-hmm. but then as i went through and just kind of like the levels there's definitely a rhythm and flow to it for how mm-hmm. you have to approach things so it felt good once it was successful um but ranking them i enjoyed the first boss the most because it was mm-hmm. hey you know that platforming shit you gotta do it you gotta do yeah. it real good now yeah like the biggest mechanic i had to use or kind of master was um running off of a wall that wall then became deadly. Yeah. Jumping off wall. of the wall, jumping back to the wall. Yeah. Which uh-huh. they show you in an earlier level too. And it's like, hey, we're going to start shooting lightning across the wall because yeah. fuck you. And you just have to like jump off, jump back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really cool as far as platforming. Yeah. So even though I sucked at it initially, it was still fun and cool. Yeah. So overall, yeah, I had to say good. Good impressions. I had the same... I, I enjoyed the boss, that first boss, because it was mostly timing, not a lot of combat. Because um, I just felt like the setup was so cool and the theme was so cool for it that it like pulled me in and the music's pumping again, pulling you into it. And it made it covered a multitude, I guess, of sins. But anytime the game was actually using its gameplay, I tended to enjoy that more. Um, there was some other bosses later that had sections where they depend on gameplay a lot less and more on just like, oh, you know, hit a button at the right time. And that might as well be like a quick time event in my mind. That's like, that's less engaging to me. I think for the second boss, I didn't realize what exactly I had to do. I found Uh out accidentally and then... Clank, 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 right? (laughs) Oh, I died because I got ledged. Okay. (laughs) But I went full genetic algorithm on it and eventually... Mm. um, found out what didn't work and then found the one thing that did and repeatedly yeah. did that. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the game is better for them though. Like none of them, I, I don't hate replaying any of the bosses. Um, and I would rank them all as better than the puzzle section. So there you yep. go. hundred <laughs> percent agree. Um, also the plot's good. Like it's not yeah. amazing, mm-hmm. but it's cool and interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. And the voice acting is very nice. Yeah. Uh, if if this has been successful at all, you will have heard some voice acting by this point in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like um, the whisper voice. I forget the mm-hmm. character's name. The, the architect. The actually, architect. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, his voice, as far as deep, bassy guys I like in video games, is mm-hmm. close ish to, but doesn't yet compare to the doctor from Doom. I'm blanking. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Doom. <laughs> and Doctor Samuel MF Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Samuel Hayden. Doctor Samuel Hayden. <laughs> oh, no, it's so yeah. good. But he has like a really cool aesthetic and modulation on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also just, they wrote him very quippy. Yes. Uh huh. You're like, oh, that was, mm, you sassy bitch. It's just, yeah. Oh, no, it was cool. I like yeah, the characters. I, I really like his lines. It's like, I think part of it is just because, like, I like 
I like characters that just don't care about the same things the protagonist cares about. And they're just like, oh, I understand that this is all important to you, but I don't care. <laughs> right? Like, here's all this other stuff that is important to me. And so that's what you'll be working on for the time <laughs> being. <laughs> Jake's uh, saying he likes managers. <laughs> right, yeah. Robot synth managers. That's what I'm going <laughs> for here. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think the, the the plot is like, it's not too complicated and it's mostly like a single arc start to finish, but it feels, it feels good. It feels like it, they really just kind of like Doom. Anything I can compare to Doom is pretty good. Um that doesn't overstay its welcome. Like they didn't try to make things overly complex. They didn't try to be like, oh, here's uh, all this nonsense at a left field. You're just like, I could see pretty much all this. Yeah, there's no like, in and that's she's good. pregnant? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Camera pans back and you're in a soap opera. You walk off scene, <laughs> take a bite of a donut. <laughs> yeah, it, like I said, it's, I think it's like 30 bucks. Yeah, I think it retails 30 right to now. 30. It might go on sale again at some point. Um, but it's a fairly short game. But I've probably already gotten, uh, ignoring the AFK time, probably six or seven hours out of it. And I'm still going to go back and do some more at some point. Yeah, I'm checking. I'm I'm at 15. That's oh, <laughs> oh hello. I've, I've played a lot. Not to. I'm not trying to like one up you or anything like that. I mean, you, I just had you won't. No, I'm going to go back and do that level again until I beat your deaths and time. That's fair. A couple levels. I probably don't have the most competitive times yet. Uh, Um, I will start with those then (laughs) for some easy dubs. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I, I, it's surprisingly replayable for me. I was kind of just chilling and playing it as a casual end of work day sort of game. And um, I don't know. It's just fun. I don't don't expect I probably won't play like another 15 hours, but I'll, I'll probably go back to it periodically and play it. I'm hoping when a game makes you hope for DLC, that's a good sign. I'm hoping there's more content that like get added to this so I can run through more of the story, more of the locations, maybe another little plot line or something. So, yeah, I really just need more levels in it and less puzzles. If they had DLC with puzzles, I'd be like, come on, <laughs> come on. Uh, <laughs> DLC that removes the current puzzles from the game. I was oh, like, hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think a solid game would is safe to say recommend. Oh yeah. Definitely recommend for me. From yeah. us. From the yes. film family, we want to say this was a good game. <laughs> yeah, friend of the show Ghost Runner. Um no, it's it's solid. Um looking forward to see what else uh one more level from Poland uh makes in the future because this was it's pretty solid. Was this the first game? I have no idea, oh. <laughs> but I don't care what they made in the past. I care about the future, <laughs> where they go from here. <laughs> I absolve you of your past sins. We start tomorrow. <laughs> you're like, I, I, I've done mostly good things. It's just like you're absolved. <laughs> <laughs> None of that matters now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you guys for listening to a, yet another episode of Soapstone. As always, uh, should you have feedback uh, or ideas for other episodes, you could send that in to soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or you could join the discussion on Facebook. It looks way different now than the last time I visited, but facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Or will we? We will. You will.